What's going on, everybody? Today we're going to be talking about light lining for yellowfin tuna, yellowtail, mahi ma, bluefin tuna, whatever you want to call it. Um, been out here in SoCal for the last nine years, so I've been kind of learning what works and what does not work. I'm going to show you guys my favorite setup for that. So we'll go ahead and get started. We have Shimano Therese. Okay. I like a about six, six to seven foot rod, um, about medium to medium heavy. I think medium heavy is as light as you want to go because you will hook some bigger fish when you're, you know, when you think you're in a class of like 20 pound, 30 pound yellowfin tuna, every once in a while you, you know, you find those big bluefin tunas or a mean ass yellowtail. So I like something a little bit of ass on it, you know, but you do want that rod to have a little bit of a tip when you like smack it. Uh, you want it to jiggle just a little bit because that sardine, that circle hook, I want it to, the rod to load up. When that fish takes it, I don't want that rod just to be super stiff and it just can pop that hook out of their mouth. I want that rod tip to bend over and that rod loads up, sets the hook for me. 90% of the fish are caught by 10% of the fishermen. Of 100 boats going out on a Saturday, 80 of them are following the crowd. 10 of them shouldn't be past the inlet. Eight are dialed in for the most part, but two are professionals that are relentlessly dedicated to putting fish on deck despite any conditions, day in and day out, adapting and using past experience. Sit down, strap in, and get ready to take some notes. We're gonna take the fishing game to the next level. Welcome to the Obsidian Fishing Podcast. Moving into the reel, I like Shimano Sargosas. That's what I've, I've used. I've had this one since like high school, so I think they are worth the money. Um, eight or ten thousand size. I'd probably go with a ten thousand size because, like I said, you might run into a bigger class fish than expected, and you want that you know that line capacity. 80 pounds cool you can put a little more you know torque on it but you gotta think about where your weakest point is and that's going to be your not to your leader unless you're using like a swivel i personally opt for no swivels whenever possible so you can't put that much pressure if you know if you're fishing like 25 30 pound 20 pound uh floral leader so i usually run 65 greater line capacity I tried this blue and I absolutely hate it. I can't see it. Um, I typically use white, so I would use some white braid. Power Pro's cool. Um, if you guys have like a different brand, it's it's completely up to you. I, I've typically used like a lot of Power Pro, Super Slick, and it's always done well for me. Daiwa makes some pretty good line too. Um, that I put on my jigging reels. But anyways, 65 pound braid, seven foot rod, Eight or ten thousand size reel, I'd say minimum eight thousand. I prefer ten thousand, but it's completely up to you. And the rod, you don't have to spend you know a ton of money on like a spinning rod, but I like the spinning rod with a little bit of tip, you know, medium heavy, and it's something that I can flick a sardine. And you know, if that rod's too stiff too, you'll go to throw that sardine, and it's like just plunk. You know, just go right in the water. But if you got something that'll load up with that light sardine and fling out there a bit, you're gonna cast a lot farther. Um, and speaking of casting, 
when the guys are like live bait chumming or, you know, if you're chumming with squid or whatever, um, what I mean by squid is like chop squid, you're going to want to be throwing right into where those guys are throwing that live bait because that's where those tuna are coming up. The guys ideally are throwing that chum behind the boat. That chum is kind of drifting out away from the boat. And that's why they have you know, you fish with the wind in your face. You're in the right place because then that chum and everything, the boat's kind of drifting away from it. And your lines and stuff should be kind of like going towards it. But the guys don't chum off like the side of the boat. They always throw off the back of the boat. And the strike zone for me has always been in, you know, the back of the boat to – Sometimes those fish will come up midway, but like I think if you're fishing in the bow live bait, your chances of hooking up are like dramatically decreased unless you're fishing like a jig. I see the guys fishing with the jig, you know, hooking up, but they're casting whichever way they want where they're seeing, you know, some fish um, foam up or whatever. So I like to always pick the back corner of the boat or the, at least the back of the boat and I'll throw my line right into where the, that chum's going. And I'm going to let it work its way into the wind or like, yeah, into the wind. Because the wind in your face, like let's just say it's coming from my left. I'll throw it to the right and let it work and then reel it up and make another cast. Keep that uh, bait changed a lot. Um, the sardines, some of them are good swimmers, some of them are not. I highly recommend spinning rods because you can fling that sardine out. A lot farther than those guys with those rental rods. The guys with the rental rods, they throw it out and it plops down right by you know the side of the boat, and then you've got to wait on the boat to drift, the wind to move it. You know, hopefully that sardine swims in the right direction. Sometimes the ball, you know, the school of bait is right there under the boat because they know that's like their safety point, and your bait won't move when he sees those other guys schooled up right at the boat. So spinning rod, you're gonna be able to throw into the strike zone. You're going to be able to maneuver it a lot easier. And it's kind of like, I wouldn't say fly fishing, but like when you fling that thing out there, I always try to hold my line, my rod up. That way I'm not getting tangled with everybody else. And then also the less line in the water, the easier that sardine will be able to move around and act natural because if you have a lot of line laying right on the water, it's going to be like, drag for that sardine i mean you imagine tying rope to you and you know putting 100 yards on the street or whatever you're gonna feel that versus if it was like the top of that you know at like say it was <laughs> tied to your house you know the roof and you were just walking around the rope was tied to you. you're gonna be a lot more free with less drag and resistance so that's just something to think about um hold your rod tip high don't get tangled your, your sardine is going to act a little more natural. And when I'm hooking my sardines, I don't use this for yellowfin fishing. But for the sake of this video, we're going to go over some places I like to hook the sardine. Personally, I think it's the best because if you think about, or the, excuse me, the best way to hook them is on the back, about right there. Right where their, like their back fin is right there, and it's like the, the last third of the sardine I'll go bam pop it right through there like that and then that way those tuna when they're or yellowtail whatever you're fishing for they don't necessarily see that hook they see this you know sardine working its way around or whatever um, 
you know, they see less gear in the water. They're not going to see your fluoro most of the time unless you're fishing too heavy a line, right? And that hook is not going to be something that they see because those tuna are coming up, biting and going right back down. If you hook them through the belly, you can do that. I think it's softer too, like there's more meat in their back. As long as you don't hit them in the spine and kill them, you got to find the sweet spot of, um, you know, get enough skin, but you also get meat to hang on to as well. If you're not going to hook them there and you'd rather hook them in the face, I always prefer the hook like this in line with the sardine because it goes up and it kind of shuts their mouth. If it shuts their mouth, they're going to not die as quickly in my experience. If you cross hook them through the nose, you know, like that, their mouth's going to be open and I feel like they die a lot faster, but that's just my experience. Um, so I'd recommend one, my best way to hook them if you're, you know, light lining and just throwing them out through the back. Second best way is in line through the nose. Um, going over hooks. So I've got like an assortment of hooks. Recommend you guys, you know, find a brand that you like. I personally like the owner Mudu circle hooks. I've got some with the little eye ring on it. Some not so much. I think if you're doing like a dropper loop, I think it definitely does help to have that eye ring on it because I'll typically tie like a, you know, a Palomar knot and it's, I feel like it just has a little more like action for that sardine to move around if you're doing like dropper loop style versus just a straight inline hook. I feel like it's pretty stiff, right? Something that just look a little more natural, but you don't need the eye rings. I like the Moodoo hooks because they're a little offset as well. Like the point is pointed out. I don't like the ones that are like in line directly with the eye of the hook. Cause I feel like that really has to hit them in the right spot, you know, on the hookup. But if it's kind of offset, that hook point is going to roll and catch into something. Um, I don't know why people use J hooks talked about it before on other podcast videos but you have to like set the hook a lot of people who are using rental rods or whatever you know experienced fishermen they know how to set the hook but a lot of guys don't and i think it's like kind of sad to be honest with you see like these rental guys you know they don't necessarily know what they're doing and they go to like hook a fish or they have a bite and they don't set the hook you know obviously that tuna like completely swallows it that's one thing but a lot of times those j hooks will you know catch them in weird places on their mouth and the circle hook too in my opinion keeps them hooked up longer you know you're gonna have a higher landing ratio once they are hooked because it always snags them in a good part of the mouth versus that j hook could get them on the outside just you know a little piece of it um but just my take on it i've got some mustads as well owner stroke cars I like to use the trocars for big bluefin. Like, you know you're going and getting into some big bluefin. Highly recommend the trocars. I think they have a little more beef to them. And they are a little more expensive. The eye is welded as well. Um, I think that's a big plus because those bluefin, they're pretty mean to your gear. <laughs> and they'll, uh, you know, something gets, like, cranked the wrong way. You know, your leader, floral, whatever. Um it could you know get into the eye of that hook 
A lot of these hooks are pretty good now, as long as you buy like a good owner or mustache. But if I'm going for those bluefin tuna, you know, you're, you're, you can only keep two a day. And sometimes you only get one, two bites. You're fishing your ass off for that one or two bites. I like to put every odd in my favor. So, you know, super sharp hook, super strong hook, something where I don't have to worry about the leader, you know, getting kinked and getting into the eye of the hook. Just something to think about. Um, and like I said, they're a little bit beefier too. Those bluefin tuna will really test your gear. As far as leader goes, um, got some Seaguar. It's pretty much all I use. It's what they sell, like Tackle H&M Landing or whatever, uh, where I go. And out of San Diego. And I like 25 pound. I've tried 20. You know, everybody talks about going like lighter. But I, I've had a lot of fish, especially yellowtail, for some reason, break me off. Like, it's, I don't know what it is. It's like the, I've had, I know for a fact my knots are good, but I've had like knot failures, you know, both braid to fluoro and, um, you know, with that fluoro attached to the hook. I don't know what it is about 20. I think 20 is just too light for these saltwater fish, especially yellowtail. Yellowfin tuna, on the other hand, I've used 24 and not broken them off. Um, but for whatever reason, fish around those islands, those yellowtail will break 20. So I don't like to go lighter than 25. And another thing is, Seaguar's got this gold label, and you can check out the diameter of it and compare it to. I'm out of 30 right now, so this is a thing of 40. But I'll opt for like. 30 pound with a 20 or 25 pound diameter forget which one it exactly is and fish that 30 pound you know spend a couple more bucks on cigar gold label gets thinner diameter and have a little bit extra strength because in my opinion knots are the weakest part of your fishing setup and if you can fish a little bit heavier line that's going to strengthen your line or excuse me strengthen your knot just a little bit I think it's worth it, and you know you're getting, you know that little bit of extra because if you're sea lions in the water or you're fishing around rocks or whatever, you know you want to be able to tighten that drag up and get them away from that stuff, get them into the boat or whatever. Um, another couple things that I like to do just for fly lining is when they first start chumming, I like to when they say you know mark the fish. And they're like, you know, bait, throw bait. I'll let them throw a bait or two. And then while the boat's still kind of coming around, obviously it's not necessarily uh, endorsed by the captains, but I'll throw one in. And a lot of times those fish will rise on that initial um, bait ball or that bait, you know, bait ch live bait chum. And my lure rod or my sardine rod will already be in the water. So that's worked well for me, um, you know, a lot of initial hookups. And then, like I said, another way to capitalize is where they're throwing their chum, you're throwing your sardine and working it down with the wind. And by the time it gets to about 45, 60 degrees off the side, um, or excuse me, away from the stern, I'll crank up, throw a new sardine on, and start over. I have not had a whole lot of bites First time I went uh, fishing, it was bluefin fishing with my wife, and I was fishing out the side, wind in my face, and like I'm seeing all these guys catching fish, and I'm like, dude, what am I doing wrong? And I was just throwing it as far as I could away from the boat because I knew fish were, 
you know, a little finicky around the boat and they just, I didn't hook up all day. And then finally one day I like, it's like, all right, I'm gonna throw in the chum. And I threw in the chum and like 10 minutes later, I caught my first bluefin tuna, you know, on the West coast. So I think for a fact, throw into the chum. That's like, if you were going to take one thing away from this podcast today, use whatever hooks you want, whatever leader, whatever rod, fling that sardine in the chum. You're going to catch more fish. Um, I went one day and the boat caught 96 fish. I caught 23 of them because I, on that little spinning rod right there. And I gave away a whole bunch of fish at the end of the day to people. I was helping people. Um, the captain actually got mad at me. I was like, putting a whaling on him one day it was a yellowfin tuna fishing and uh, <laughs> i got out the popper he's like what are you doing man we gotta load this boat up it's just me and you because <laughs> he was throwing a sardine out hooking a fish handing a rod off to somebody and he kept doing that and i i was like i was like almost tired of catching yellowfin tuna it was just on fire it was like september or october and uh i want to say it was on the grande grande is one of my favorite boats to fish on san diego but um Anyways, guys, hope you got something out of this video, podcast, however you're watching it. Please, you know, drop a review, comment, like that type of thing. Uh, I'm in the Navy, about to get out in a few years, and trying to get this thing off the ground, doing some fishing charters. Um, when I get out, got my captain's license. So the goal is to help you guys catch more fish and, you know, do what I love for a living. You guys take care. Let me know if you got any questions. Let's connect on Instagram and tight lines till next time. Hope you guys enjoy the show and can use some of the tactics, techniques, and secrets to put more fish on deck. Please leave a review if you enjoy the show or learned a little something. It would greatly help me get this journey off the ground doing what I love for a living when I get out of the Navy in a couple years. Also, if you put the smack down on some fish and hit your limit, I'm going to ask that you help a kid catch one. Show them what you're doing or let them crank on one. You never know when a fish could create a lifelong sportsman. If it weren't for guys willing to take me fishing and show me the ropes, I definitely would not be the fisherman I am today. So let's all carry that forward. Help the next generation. The fish depend on future sportsmen. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Love to talk to you guys, connect, answer any questions. Until next time, be the top 10%.